Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break a rim, bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sound, is episode 406, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, of course my name is Brian Breaker, and joining me as always, big underscore switchboard Bane. How's it going pal? You know, it's going pretty good. 405 episodes we did this like cavemen no longer yep we're like we're like legit broadcasters now oh for sure this is totally legit yeah we definitely don't you know have a spare bedroom as a makeshift studio oh no 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 we're still doing a ghetto af (laughs) but it's just now we we have a a proper board we have a proper board we have uh we have the roadcaster we that was kind of um a bucket list item for both of us uh for for a little bit now and uh yeah, you picked it up this week. It's pretty cool, man. Of course, we had a bit of a, as always, like with any podcast, you have that little like technical snafu of like, okay, what the hell are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I still got to, there, there's some kinks that I got to work out for sure. And not kinks in the, you know, weirdo way, you know, working things out on the old Sexual. Yes. <laughs> Didn't mean it sexually. Although if roadcasters are your kink, I don't shame. Yeah, it's either that or Jungle Boy, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> I still don't understand that one. That was a strange one. I don't know if that's just to get people talking. I'm not sure. But. I mean, again, I Jungle Boy's a handsome guy. Sure. But I'm not going to sit there as a, as a battle rapper when I'm trying to sound tough. I'm not going to say, I wouldn't kiss you even though you're my fetish. Sounds weird. It does. Not as a battle rap, you know. It was an interesting interesting choice of words. I can't, I, I, I can't imagine that, you know, 1997 Stone Cold Steve Austin would have said that to The Rock. Probably not. You know. Or The Rock to The Undertaker. You right. Know? Yeah, I don't know. The Rock said some weird shit, though, back in the day. That he did. That he did. <laughs> uh, that being said, episode 406, as I said, we got some wrestling talk this week. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. PHPW Turkey Takedown is rapidly approaching Big Underscore Bank. Mm-hmm. We're, almost, we're almost a turkey day itself. Yes, we are. Um, our 90s fads tournament is still ongoing, plus more crazy soda. We've had, uh, we've had a couple of doozies so far. We've had, what, Marshmallow and Pirate Piss. <sighs> yep. Two, two, both decent ones. I mean, yeah. the further along we go, the less of a chance we have of of skipping enchilada. So, yeah, I, yeah, I know you're ready for that. It's coming. Oh yeah, it's definitely coming. Well, we got a we got a fair bit of wrestling talk. Why do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. 
Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while Breaker and Bay take a little break, cracking them bang energies. Well, listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone Cold out. Oh, hell yeah. Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone Cold. Well, Big Underscore Bane, um, as we record this, I guess it'll already have happened last night. Full gear. AEW's um, you know, fall pay-per-view. They're still rocking about four a year, which I mm-hmm. still think is a kind of a good schedule. Yeah. I think uh, we in the probably in the 90s, I guess, is when it happened. We all got accustomed to the 12 pay-per-views a year. Mm-hmm. And you know, I remember when Hogan kind of started working with TNA, he actually shortened theirs to like five or six. And I remember at that time thinking that was a mistake. Yeah. But now I really don't. I think it was a smart idea. You get more of a time to build. Yeah. Um, you know, storylines don't have to be rushed. It means more. Yeah. And I, I think it was one of those things. We also viewed TNA as less than. Oh, for sure. I don't feel like we view a- AEW as less than. So I think we kind of are more accepting of their ideas. Sure. Well, they're also doing a smart thing by really making Dynamite matter yeah. and Rampage matter. You know, yeah. like that's where we see like, you know, the debut of CM Punk, of course. And mm-hmm. Dynamite typically always has some type of big match set for it. Um, but yeah, full gear is, uh, is going to be this, is this weekend. Obviously it'll already have happened by this recording, but let's start. You, you see predictions happening. Any, um, anything you think is going to happen? Any surprises? I no. mean, I hate building upon a surprise because then you end up ultimately disappointed because all out, they kind of pulled out like no pun intended, all the big guns. I mean, what I, I'm kind of with AEW. What, what can they do? I felt like, I felt like this with NXT when NXT was hot. Um, what what's left that they can do? You know, There's one guy I know they could bring in. Who? Wyndham. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and that, he, he'd be a big one, and that makes sense. Uh, but I I I feel like there's nothing left they can do that would completely shock me, except for you know maybe Bray Wyatt. But like I I don't know. I, I'm not super invested in their product right now. I I'm not a big fan of a lot of the stories they got going on. Um, See, I feel like their stories are way better than wwe oh no, no i'm not saying that at all yeah no i'm not saying that at all i'm just saying i'm still not invested yeah um i feel like they did a really good job of making cm punk and eddie kingston like a must-see match no i don't give a shit about that match really why not because i don't like eddie kingston i really yeah. i see i think he is money on the <laughs> and microphone. i think see i think cm punk has kind of been uh i don't want to say let down because that's not the right word but it's kind of been like blah like you think so yeah it's been like who, who's next to the plate, you know, type of thing. There's no real stories to any of these. It's just like, let's make nothing out of something out of nothing. But that's and that's any wrestling storyline. It's something out of nothing. Of course, but like, it's like an out of nowhere story. It's it's not. There's right. He interrupts him in a promo. How dare you? I'm mad. Yes. And so but it's, to me, like, that's the simplicity of it. Like, it doesn't have to be this convoluted, you know, bullshit thing. It's just, sure. But, here's a match people want to see. Let's give them a reason to have a match. And let's. You know, the, the way they did the, you know, the kind of the promo back and forth. And then, of course, they get, you know, brawling and separated and stuff like that. It's like it's it's old school. That's that's yeah. what I liked about wrestling back I, in the day. I liked it. So I liked Eddie Kingston in NWA and I was super excited to see him in AEW. Um, I feel like and I'm not taking anything away from the guy because, I mean, like, I think everything he says he means. But like a lot of the shit he says to me is like the same shit he says every week, you know, and it's just like I'm bored with it. Like I get it. You haven't had an easy time. You know what I mean? Like sure. You know, but he does this. He does the same shit that he does with everybody. He'll say something, and then he's like, "Answer me when I'm talking to you." Like I hear him say that constantly. And I'm like, 
Shut the fuck. Like, give him two seconds to answer you, douchebag. Like, <laughs> stop interrupting. Like, it's. And I know everything's like a work, but it's like he he kind of gets on my nerves a little bit when he's it's in like these Don Callis, right? Yeah, and it's like it's not like I watched the little uh, two minute promo that it was like a pre recorded thing that they did to promote the match, and it was great. It was a good promo, but it's like I I, I don't give a shit about that. I, I don't like his in ring work. I don't think he's amazing. I thought him um, and Miro had a hell of a match at all out. I just I I feel like his personality and his wrestling style is like mismatched. Um. Doesn't make like it doesn't make sense to me. I feel like he should be damn near wrestling identical to John Moxley, and he just doesn't. Well, any any pro wrestler can be an acquired taste. Like I I, I remember not being enamored with CM Punk initially. Yeah, because and this I'm, is like I, his, I, I I never have been like my, like other than his personality and like the way he talks. Well, this is like his ECW run, yeah, like the WWE ECW, and everyone was like, oh, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. I never seen the guy wrestle before, yeah. right? Because I didn't really watch Ring of Honor at that time. And so you see it, and you're like, oh, that's it? Yeah. Like, you're, I don't know, I guess you're expecting, like, this. You're expecting Daniel Bryan. Maybe, but, yeah. I mean, even him, like, it's like he's good, but it's like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, if, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but. With CM Punk, I always thought his, uh, his promo skills and everything else about him outweighed what he did in the ring. Like, not that he wasn't great in the ring, but I feel like he's way better on the mic than he is in the ring. But anyone who's good on the mic is better. Like, The Rock is way better on the mic than he is in the ring. Yeah, but again, like The Rock Rock has his five moves of doom, and he's, well, yeah, he's I, smooth as shit. That's the WWE them. style, though, the five moves of doom. Right, you know? he's smooth as shit doing them. CM Punk, like, you remember, I, I always, and it's a weird it's a weird comparison, and I, I know that before I even say it, but, like, when I, I compare CM Punk to Colt from Three Ninjas, and they always said Colt from Three Ninjas had like a wild style of karate. And it's like, it's not super smooth, but it's just like weird. But he gets the job done. That's kind of the way I equate CM Punk. First of all, I've never heard that. Uh, the Colt comparison. Watch watch Kickback. Or uh, what is it? The second one? Where okay. they're in J- See, Japan? I, didn't, I wasn't a fan of that one. But, but that's that's where they talk about it. Okay, so he has a wild style? Yeah, he's, he's got a wild style. of Because it's they were they were thinking... Like whoever, because they saw this one fighter in this tournament in Japan or wherever they were, and they're like, that 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 fighter's got a style like cold. It's like real wild, and so, yeah, yeah, he's well, kind of like off balance almost. Well, I mean, I remember people talking so much praise on John Moxley when he got signed. Mm-hmm. He becomes Dean Ambrose, and I remember thinking like, hey, he's good. He's not like. I don't know if that makes sense. It's not like, like wow, this guy blows me away. I, I'm not. What like, wrestler blows you away at this day and age? I'm, I'm not knocking anybody at all. Like, I just, me personally, I'm not a fan of certain people. And, like, I I love CM Punk. I love the fact that he came back. I don't really care, like, about this match particular with him and Eddie Kingston. But, see, I think what he's trying to do, because it would be so easy for him to slide into main events, mm-hmm. I think he's trying to build talent oh no no and i and i think totally get that pretty cool you know totally get that granted i mean he hasn't lost yet so it's like well but but guys are getting a rub like right i wouldn't have thought like oh his second match his first match on tv will get against powerhouse hobbs right you know you don't assume that necessarily so i think there's there's something fun about that that's um that statistic that he's trying to work within sure the system because it'd be easy for him to be wrestling the young bucks and moxley and sure brian danielson and Cody yeah. and all those guys, but to me, it's like, oh, it's him and Eddie Kingston. That's interesting because I don't mm-hmm. think they've ever wrestled, as yeah. far as I know. I know him and Darby Allen haven't. Yeah, in fact, they actually even said on All Out, Punk walked out in 2014 
which is the same year Darby started wrestling. Yeah. So it's like, obviously, they never crossed paths, right. which I think is is a fun statistic. Yeah. So. And, and I mean, like, to me, I, I feel like what AEW is trying to do to some degree is build that younger generation. I know they they released a shirt. They called it the four pillars of AEW, and it was like MJF, Darby, mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara, and somebody else. One more young guy. But it was Probably that Ricky Starks or something like that. It wasn't that. Ricky Starks, but kind of like that. Mm-hmm. crop of guys of like this is the the new generation like yeah. these are the the future stars was we it are. hook <laughs> it was not hook <laughs> uh i can't remember who that was now but um you know what i mean like they're building that future which i think is i get it, it and I, I i i'm not like knocking what they're doing at all i'm just saying for me like eddie kingston doesn't do it for me sure like it's not that he's not good at what he does it's just it doesn't do it for me like i think it's a little bit like like what like why why are you so aggressive dude like Calm the fuck down. Like that that's the way I look at Eddie Kingston. It's like, yeah, just chill out. Like your eyes are way too pretty for you to be talking this loud. You know? Like <laughs> chill. And so I don't know. That's the way I look at it. No, I, I get it. I get it. But I think overall full gear will be a pretty good show. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega main events. Mm-hmm. Probably Hangman Page's night, right? I would assume so, yeah. I think it would be a mistake if it wasn't. Yeah. Unless they have something big I mean, and crazy planned. I, I I assume it's gonna be one of those things where, you know, the uh the elite come out and try to put a stop to it. And then the dark order comes out, stop the elite. And then it's a fair fight. And you know, yeah. hangman comes out. Sure. I mean, I, th- I think if at this point, if you don't do it now, it's like, Oh yeah, that's a mistake. Another interesting match. Um, the inner circle versus men of the year and American top team. Mm-hmm. Think about that storyline. That's cause that's an interesting one because you're involving these MMA fighters who are not trained prof- professional wrestlers. I know they've been doing some training, but that doesn't really qualify you for a pay-per-view level match. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have name value, and I think that's a good crossover market. Obviously, MMA guys and pro wrestling has been happening since Ken Shamrock. But, right. Um, Ken Shamrock was different, though. Sure, because I think when they signed, when WWE signed Dan Severn, they're thinking like, ooh, okay. Yeah. And that was not the same thing. Right. Clearly, it was not the same thing. Although, I think Dan Severn's a hell of a marketable guy. Hell yeah. It wasn't Ken Shamrock. You right. know, he didn't have the body. He didn't have the intensity. He was more just like the stone face, like mm-hmm. he'll freaking suplex you to, you know, to Hades. But hell yeah, but it's different. And same with Tank Abbott, right? Tank Abbott does not look like a guy I'd, I'd throw a punch at, but doesn't really have that marketable body no. either. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. it's different on how you look at it. This, I think, is an interesting concept because it's like, okay, you're putting all these MMA guys in a in a wrestling ring. It's but it's vaguely similar to like Dennis Rodman, Carl Malone to to, to a degree. Yeah, but you're doing it in a ten man tag, so they're a lot more protected. And putting two very seasoned and good pro wrestlers with them to help, you know, yeah, run the charge. I guess. Yeah, I mean this this match doesn't matter to me at all. Um, I don't like I, I like uh, what's his face. I think he does really damn good promos. Lambert, um, Dan Lambert. Yeah, I think I think he's pretty cool. Um, but. I like how he's kind of like Jim Cornette, basically. Yeah, and he, I think that's a super smart idea. Well, and he's kind of got like a uh, nice historian sense to him. Like it seems he, he, like he, he knows the business. He's right. not trashing wrestling. He's trashing AEW. Right. He yeah. like he he mentioned something. He put uh, Jericho in the Boston Crab, and yeah, he was like Florida Championship Wrestling. Right. It's like okay, this guy knows his shit. Right. And so it was uh, it was pretty cool. So I. Stuff like that really kind of makes me respect the guy, but like I I, I just don't care about the story. I've never. I get why they do it, but I've never liked, and I use celebrities loosely, but celebrities in 
pro wrestling. Yeah. I've never been a fan of it. It's it's one of those weird things where it's been happening for years, yeah. you know, because I know it'll you, never stop happening. WWE knocked them using Malone and Rodman. Right. But the first WrestleMania is built around Mr. T. Right. You know what I mean? So it's the same shit. It's right. It's I think Mr. T was less offensive, obviously, because well, he looks like a pro wrestler. He does. And like Piper obviously was very smart in that because he's like, we're just going to do amateur wrestling with him because it's like, yeah, I guess he's wanting to do like the double noggin knockers and all that stuff. He's like, no, we're not yeah. doing that. We're going to do. Amateur, and you think about it. If you rewatch that match, it's not it's not winning any awards, but it's not offensively bad either. Right. So smart move on Piper's part. Whereas yeah. Rodman and Malone, I, don't, I mean, we rewatched that a few years ago, yeah. and it was a train wreck. It was bad, it was horribly really bad. bad. Yep. But DDP's and they're trying to run spots with the guy. Yeah. It's like, come on, that's not the that's not the right call either. Mm-mm. But uh, full gear should be a fun pay per view. Um, like I said, I do enjoy the fact that AEW does. Four year, not twelve. But there's been rumors that they're going to possibly announce a streaming service soon. Cool. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's about time because um, there's so many people in America now. I mean, since so many people have cut the cord, mm-hmm. it's hard to watch Dynamite. It is, you know. And and I'll be honest with you, it's it could be one of those things where they start seeing an increase in viewers if they do that. Sure. If they allow Dynamite and Rampage to be on there, whether it be next day or whatever. Um, I think if it was on any next day service, I would be watching every week. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I'm on I, – I, I still utilize my uh, mother-in-law's cable, you know, by logging into the TNT app to watch it. But, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if that counts for anything. But it's – it has to count for something. Otherwise, like, why would they let, let it on there, right? You know, but, I mean, it's it's still one of those things where, like, um, it would be nice to have something on Because that TNT app kind of sucks ass, you know? Oh, I'm so, sure. Yeah. Any of know, those type of apps where it's, like, prove you have cable and you can use it, those always suck. Yeah, it's not good. So I, I would like to have an actual AEW streaming service, for sure. I think it would definitely be a game changer. Um, they have announced AEW will actually be available in a lot of movie theaters. And it's actually available here in Tulsa, where we live, which I was kind mm-hmm. of like, oh, okay. So I checked into it. $25 ticket to go watch the show. Oh, boy. So you're by yourself. I guess it's a good deal. You have someone with you. It's the exact same price as pay-per-view. Yeah. Not really a deal. What do you thought? What are your thoughts there? I mean, I know you're obviously a huge fan of the movie theater. We've established yeah. that. I wouldn't I wouldn't go, even if, <laughs> even if I liked the movie theaters. It sounds awful to me. Um, because it's, I don't know. I Wrestling's kind of always been a guilty pleasure watch for me. Like, sure. You know, uh, if, if I was hanging out with you watching it, it's not a big deal, but like, I, it would be weird to me watching it with like 45 other dudes. You know what I mean? Like, that would be weird to me. You think there might be a neck beard or two in there? It's going to be full. Of, it's AEW. It's going to be full of neck beards. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't WWE where you're bringing all your kids in the family. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, yeah. it's going to be a bunch of single men with neck beards. Yeah. Yeah. So you're associating more with like the smart marks, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. That's not, that's. That's a majority of AEW fandom, I mean, if we're being honest. Well, you know, I've, I've heard the argument people talk about this, and I'd like to get your thoughts here. This is not really AEW related, but it's, it was about the WWE releases. Someone talked about how, oh, it's a business, and, you know, they released, I think since since COVID started, they've released 120 people, mm-hmm. which is a shitload. Yeah. And they should have never had that many people on the roster. Well, that was my question. Everyone's like, well, th- th- these people didn't drive up business. They didn't drive up profits, so releasing them didn't hurt the business so why keep them i'm like well then why did you sign them right that was that's kind of my thought like why why take the time to sign these people if you have no real plans for them well i think also too the 
the company and the rest of the world got blindsided. Nobody knew COVID was coming, you know, and, and nobody right. knew it to that capacity that it was going right. to shut the entire world down. Yeah. And so, I mean, but we were talking about them hoarding talent even before COVID, but it, they were kind of utilizing them too. I mean, 205 Live was what it was, but they had an entire roster of, of cruiserweights. They're still know? doing that, aren't they? It, Yeah, I thought it shut down, but they no, they're, they're, still, they're still kicking 205. It's taking place at NXT, but it's they're still kicking. Um, but, you know, NXT but, UK is like all but disappeared. I mean, it's still there, but it's like, the hell's going on with that now? Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's it's one of those things like they were doing things, but it's such a different company now than it was two years ago that they had to adjust, had to pivot. And I mean, honest to God, they say 2020 was their most profitable year, but they got to be struggling at some point. You know what I mean? Because they went a whole year without ticket sales or anything like that. True. But I mean, you're also factoring in how much money they spent on travel, how much money they spent on production and all that stuff that they say because they weren't traveling. No, that's true. And that's kind of where I, that, and that was baffling to me too. It's like, how is that their most profitable year? But you think about it, like costs a shitload of money to travel. I've heard it costs like $400,000 to produce an episode of raw. Wow. It's a shitload of money. Right. And I don't know if that's across the board, if that includes talent and all that other shit, but costs a lot of money to produce live television. So you, you take away all the travel expenses Renting the venue, which I mean, mm-hmm. I, obviously they're still renting a venue, but sure. they're there week to week. I don't know, but it's not the same, right? It's not the same as like we're live tonight in St. Louis, we're live in you know yeah. Dallas, Texas, wherever they're at. It's like that's the pro wrestling feel. I was honestly kind of wondering if they were going to go back to it or not. So, so the traveling, like they ha- and they seem to have done that. So they they have a little bit. I I feel like it's more like we're going on tour instead of this is just what we do. You know what I mean? It's not so much a traveling circus. Well, I think anymore. they just did a UK tour, right? I mean, that's the first yeah. time they've done that since what? 2019 probably. Yeah. And so I, but I think it's more of and Saudi Arabia too, like certain date tours than it is. Like we're just on the road from now on, yeah. you know, um, which is, it's gotta be better for the, the bodies. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. not traveling as much, but at the same time, like, I, I guess that's how they're making their money. And also, too, they overcharge like an MF on their merch. Oh, for sure. I they mean, they have for years. So, uh, like, I think a T-shirt when you're live, the last time I saw it was like 35 bucks. I mean, that was like when I was at NXT. But, yeah, know, that's like a shit ton of money for a T-shirt. And it's not the best quality T-shirt. No. And I remember WWE shop there for was like $28 for mm-hmm. a shirt. That's just like. After shipping, it's like damn near 40 Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, not that bad. You know, it's like right. almost like you put it in your cart, you're ready to buy, and you're like, oh, God, yeah. you know. But, I mean, Pro Wrestling Tees is doing the same thing. So yeah. That's yeah. why What a Maneuver is the place to go. Whatamaneuver.net. Bingo. Get yeah. you a Power Havoc shirt. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. It just it, it is what it is, I guess. Of course, I guess with WWE Shop, they also run deals all the time. Yeah. Which puts it down closer to where it should be. <laughs> well, I, I know they've done, like, buy a shirt, get a second for a dollar yeah. numerous times. And, like, oh. so that's, like, two shirts for 40 But that's not a deal. That's for, that's $20 that's a shirt. That's what I'm saying. Like it puts it down to probably about where it's worth. Right. Yeah. So ridiculous. Um, other news, a Wyndham Rotundo made some news recently. Um, of course, we don't know if he'll show up in AEW. I kind of hope he does. I think that would be fun. Yep. But apparently he's going to be starring in a horror film. He had kind of put it out there that maybe that's the route he goes more to film as opposed to pro wrestling, which good on him. You know, if that's the route he wants to take. Yeah. I think he has more to prove in pro wrestling still, but you know. Yeah. and But he's got to shit ton to prove if if he wants to act i mean Mm -hmm. we got to figure out i mean we'll have to see if he's a good actor you know what i mean like i think i think anyone who's really good at pro wrestling would be a good actor in my opinion 
Maybe. I mean, like, I don't I know. I mean, Stone Cold wasn't, right? So The Rock still isn't to me. I mean, that's why. I most, think he's a good actor. Yeah, but most of his movies are comedy. I mean. Eh, not always. He does a lot of action. <laughs> but, like, those are, like, the ones where you kind of act the least, I feel like. Well, okay, but, I mean, like, by, by that, by, like, who's a good actor then by that? Like, because I know people said, like, oh, you know, uh, Denzel Washington's not a good actor. He acts like himself in every movie. Well, yeah. Like, that's that's what those actors... Ryan Reynolds is Ryan Reynolds in every movie. Right. He's not being somebody else. That's what most... Unless he's in the Amityville horror. Yeah, but he was still Ryan Reynolds to some degree. Slightly. I mean, but the thing is, is, like, you can't just not be you. Like, I mean... The Rock is the Rock in everything. He was the Rock in Baywatch. He was the Rock but in that's not what I'm. that's not what I'm saying, though. Like, The Rock... I mean, The Rock has vastly improved than when he first started acting. Sure. But he's still not the best actor in the world. Like... Well, but again, like, pro wrestling, it's not always based upon the best actor. It's who makes the most money. Hogan wasn't the best wrestler. Right. But he made the most money back in that right. day. Right. Yeah. But that's... That's not really what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm just saying, like, from wrestling, it's not a whole lot of good actors from wrestling, if any. Well, but I feel like most of them can transition decently if given the right. Like, because he's not going to be leading man in a movie. Right. He'll probably be the villain. Right. You know, he can be Jason. You know, he can be, you know, he can do that type of role. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. Like, you're never, you're never going to see in, you're never going to see, like, Dwayne Johnson be in a um, super dramatic role. You know, no, for sure. You have to really act. Now, Batista's actually done pretty well. Batista's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Batista actually does a really good job in acting. Yeah. Um, and he's not a guy I thought would have been a good I, actor. I personally think he's better than The Rock yeah. when it comes to acting. Um, but but he's still Batista. You know what I mean? Like, right. in every movie. But it's just that. If he didn't look the way he looked, he would never been Drax. And then his career would have probably never taken off. So I'm saying, like, it, like, to me, like, you can't really say, like, Ryan Reynolds is still Ryan Reynolds. I mean, because that's just his. That's him, like, yeah. of course. I mean, but, like, he still d- does a great job acting. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. But um, I, I totally forgot what my even point was on that. Uh, basically that you hate The Rock because he, he stole your release date of music. <clears throat> no, that was actually nothing to do with that one. <laughs> that was actually nothing to do with that. It was well, just... we were talking about Wyndham possibly transitioning to film. and Right. I mean, like, I not that, like, he hasn't done great in pro wrestling, but, like, he... It's a completely different ball game in the acting world versus, you know, acting in WWE. Sure. Well, okay, but also The Rock, when he, his first thing was like The Mummy Returns, right? Is that small role? Then The Tooth Fairy. Well, that was way later. Still in that same section of like, these are shit movies. Okay, well, I mean, The Mummy <laughs> Returns was almost more of a cameo, right? right? He's there as a Scorpion King for like the first five minutes and mm-hmm. then he dies. But I think that was a test run to say like, can this guy carry a movie? And I think it generated so much revenue. Mm-hmm. Because of who he was, they decided to do the Scorpion King. Yeah. Was it the best movie? No. But then, you know, it led to the rundown and Walking Tall and all these other movies and started generating revenue and money. And then that's, you know, yeah. his career flourished. Yeah, yeah. And he had some stinkers. Yeah. Tooth Fairy was not great. I, I mean, really, Walking Tall and the Rundown really weren't that great. Yeah. They, but they were what you would expect. Right. They were what you expect from a guy like The Rock transitioning to an action sure. movie career. Sure. Yeah. Um, Lindsay Dorado made some news last week of calling out oh, Izzy's dad. Yeah. So this is kind of an interesting story. So Izzy, if people don't remember, uh, she was the girl that was at NXT all the time. Mm-hmm. Big Bailey fan. And so they kind of started highlighting her as, you know, Izzy Bailey's fan, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, of course, pro wrestling gets its hooks in people. 
shortly thereafter, um, she's on a pro wrestling show taking a choke slam. Yeah. This obviously generated a lot of opinions. Mm-hmm. Mine was pretty much exactly what it was then as it is now. It was like, a kid shouldn't be in pro wrestling. Right. Not not at that age. They shouldn't be taking bumps. Right. Her parents are obviously marks too for the business, which is fine. But their thought was like, well, she was absolutely taken care of. They were doing her a favor because she loves the wrestling so much. And I'm like, wrestling's too carny. They're not doing her a favor. No. They are 100% doing this for them because they know that that will generate buzz for their shit company. Mm-hmm. And a lot of wrestlers called this out. They weren't a fan of it. Yeah. Um, which, let's, let's throw this out there. Um, Izzy is completely different than Brody Lee Jr. Oh, 100%. Brody Lee Jr. is not out there taking bumps. No. He's just hanging out with, you know, the boys. That's a completely different thing. I know there's somebody out there who's like, like, well, what's the difference? You know? Fun fact, I actually heard there for a while he wasn't coming out with them. And I guess his mom's like, well, I told him he's not going to be able to go out with those guys if he doesn't keep his grades up. Yeah. And I'm like, good for her. Yeah. Um, good, Good mama. Absolutely. And... And yeah, he's he's there for the entrance yep. and he's there at ringside, but they're not. Which is all he needs to do. Exactly. Yeah. All he needs to I, do. I do love his little promos whenever he cuts a promo. Yes. But like, you know, as far as physical, like, no, don't do anything like that. Right. And that was my problem with this. I was just like, that's not a good idea. And of course, you know, you have guys like Joey Ryan chiming in thinking, oh, it's, it is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And we all know about Joey Ryan. Yes, we do. And his argument was like, well, kids play football. Like, that's physical. I'm like, yeah, but that's. Two 10-year-olds hitting each other, not yeah. a grown man. And they're also wearing pads. Big difference. Yeah. Um, and so I guess several people were very anti this. One of them that, that I knew at the time was the most outspoken was Lindsay Dorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, See, I don't remember that at all. I remember him like specifically like tweeting the family, like, what are you thinking? Stuff. Yeah. If, if I remember correctly, like him okay. just being like, why would you do this? This is not a good idea. Yeah. I've been in wrestling for however many years at this point. I have kids. There's no way I'd let them do this. Yeah. Not a good idea. So, of course, Lindsay was a part of that big release, like, from a week or so ago. Izzy's dad tweets him, best of luck in your future endeavors with a smiley face emoji. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as a shitty thing to do, yep. that's as about as far up as it goes. I didn't realize that this heat hadn't blown over yet. Yeah. That's like been, like, three years, I guess. It was 2018 that this happened. Yeah. Um. So that leads him to kind of calling out Izzy's dad. Gave him a ticket to his jujitsu tournament. He's like, yeah, here, I got, I paid for your parking. Come talk yeah. to me. And of course, he's like apologizing on Twitter and yeah. this and that. It actually leads to him just deleting his Twitter account, which is probably for the best in, in all the, things. In the next episode of Fuck Around and Find Out. Yeah, yeah. pretty much, pretty much. Um, I noticed when she took that choke slam on that indie show, WWE pretty much stopped focusing any attention on her as they should. Yeah. Come to find out, I guess there's that new team in NXT called MSK. Mm-hmm. Um, they were an indie team. Mean street killers. Yeah. I, uh, that, I have no idea. I have no idea what it means, but I guess one of them was pretty critical of her doing this as well. Yeah. And I didn't, and this is all coming to light as of this incident, but I guess her, Izzy's parents were trying to rile up the NXT crowd to boo them, even though they're presented as baby faces. So do they, do they still go to the NXT shows? I guess so, yeah. Why wouldn't you just ban them from the shows? That's that classic thing of like, you bought a ticket, you can cheer for who you want, you know? Yeah, but WWE has a pretty good track record of, record of banning people they don't want there. I mean, the hell, they ban people who wear AEW shirts, you know, or right. Young Buck shirts in the past. So it's like, 
why not ban them? Why? I don't know. Um, That's just something I've heard. So anyway, um, I don't know. Like what, what the hell, you know? And I know she's like 16 now is he is. And I think she's done a little bit of training. I was going to say now I feel like she's probably old enough where if she really wanted to be a wrestler, she could go train, Mm -hmm. but I still don't think she needs to have a match until she's 18. I think legally in a lot of states you can't. Yeah. Florida, you might be able to, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just not a good idea, right? No, not a good idea. I mean, I got no problem. Like when, uh, when there was that training school here and I trained for a couple months, I feel like, you know, one of the kids I was training with was 17, right? Yeah. If I remember right. So, I mean, that the training aspect isn't a big deal, but at the same time, he wasn't in the ring wrestling. He was just right. learning. So I, I feel like that's different, you know, 100% it's different. Yeah. And it's just, it was one of those things where this promotion, in my opinion, because because like, I've been around the business long enough to recognize Carney, and I see it all the mm-hmm. time. They put it out there like, we're going to do this for her. We're going to make her dreams come true. And they're all like, oh, let's do it. Yeah. And it's like, really? No, you're doing this because, you know, this clip will probably hit the Internet hard and people will be talking about it. Right. All of a sudden, this wrestling promotion we did not know about is getting big numbers. Yeah. it's And the fact that they didn't recognize that is pretty shitty, I think. And then three years later, still not getting it. It's like, come on. Yeah, it's to me. It sounds like they just uh, are kind of trash people. Well, I mean, again, if I were going to venture into a business and someone in that business who's making money in that business is telling me like, "Hey, that's not a good idea," like I might want to listen to them. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. It just, it just don't. I mean, it could be one of those things with them. Maybe they just didn't didn't trust Lindsay's opinion because he's not like super high on the pecking order. Well, and they were also like, no, but like, you know, this guy is really taking care of her and making sure she doesn't get hurt. I'm like, okay, but I've always taken care of anyone I've ever been in the ring with. Sure. People get hurt. It happens. And it's not even like injury hurt. Sometimes it's just, well, they got a fat lip. They got a, you know, black eye. It happens. Well, and also too, what if she took that choke slam and did get hurt? Right. Who's going to get sued? Right. You know what I mean? First question is like, why is a 13 year old girl in the ring? Right. You know, like, yeah, it's a bad idea. Like my nephew is seven. You know, he's about to be eight. He loves getting in a ring to play. Yeah. But I'm not going to let him, like, hey, jump off the top rope. Yeah. Hey, turn around just jump on top of your head. Yeah. No. Like, I don't know. I feel like because wrestling's a work, there's people that have that mindset of, like, oh, this is all just play. And it's like, no, it's not. This is a this is a legitimate sport. It's sure. as legitimate as it gets. Yeah. Just what we present is entertainment. And yeah. you can and do get hurt. And to not recognize or realize that, I think you're a freaking idiot. Absolutely. Rick Flair made some headway, um, relaunching his Woo Nation podcast. This was from a few years ago with Conrad Thompson. It actually, I think, is what got Conrad in podcasting. Um, he did a couple of iterations, then he started the Rick Flair show, then kind of retired. I, I guess he put out a statement. The big reason he stepped away from it was because he was still with WWE and felt as though he couldn't really put out his opinions. Yeah, as he felt, you know, he had to toe the company line, which I totally get. Now this is an uncensored Rick Flair podcast. It's going to be with Mark Madden, who's you know, it was a former WCW announcer and he's mm-hmm. like a radio disc jockey now. Well, I say disc jockey. I don't even know that it's a thing, but he's and he's in broadcasting. He's a, he's a DJ. Yeah. Okay. And so they're doing this new show. Um, this is coming off of like Ric Flair's probably biggest controversy. Yeah. Uh, Get ready for old man rants. That's what it's going to be. Well, it's probably not the best idea. It's going to be old man rants. And I, like, I, I didn't listen to that, his show that often, but I guess like people said you could hear him like chewing 
food on the show. <laughs> and I'm like, we're not like, we don't have the best audio here, but it's like, good God, man. Uh, I can imagine, <laughs> you know, eating some Doritos or something. Right. Start bringing some, uh, some snacks. Get an apple. Yeah. It's like Bill Banus. You can't just not eat while you're podcasting, man. Like, it's a 30 minute show, dude. <laughs> right. Chill out. Have a taco later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's just an interesting idea. Um, I mean, obviously, Flair has denied everything. Of course, what, what's he going to say, I guess? But um, I, I I'm know. still of the mindset that Ric Flair probably had no ill intentions in mind. Mm-hmm. He probably wasn't thinking like... He's probably drunk, first of all. He was probably not thinking, I'm going to have my way with this woman. Right. He probably legitimately thought he was funny. It's just that his jokes are incredibly offensive and just not funny. And he just didn't get that. I was thinking about this today. Tell me if you, I think a lot of times, you know, that type of interaction, some things can be nonverbal. And I'm kind of wondering if maybe he's walking around doing the helicopter and she laughs, not because she's like, oh, that's funny. It's like, like an uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. Laugh. I don't know what else to do. I'm in, a, a, I'm in a position where I can't escape. So I made like, like ha, 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 right. you know, and, yeah. and then, so he's like, oh, she wants some, you know what I mean? Like. Not that that's okay, but I kind of wonder if something like that may have happened. I mean, it's it, we got to be very careful because that could almost sound like we're saying it's her fault, but it's, it's not. not. It's not her <laughs> fault at, at all. But I I see what you're trying to say. Like it's like he might have misconstrued something that she did and right. took it as like like she wants she wants me. And I know I've heard girls or women say this before. It's like just because I'm nice doesn't mean I'm interested. Right. And and that's. As a dumbass guy, though, you got to learn when that is. <laughs> okay, dude, I remember being in high school, okay, and I, you were probably there. It was our senior year. We all went to Hooters. Mm-hmm. The waitress was like 20 or 19. We were 18, and she was like, I'm not that much older than you guys. And so, of course, all the throwing down money for a tip, and I'm right. like, she's not interested. You right. know, it was pretty obvious to me Here, but, she wasn't, but it's like some guys are like, ooh. I, I also have known women – in my life that call me babe and they're not interested. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, don't, don't, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, so as a, as a dumbass guy, you have to navigate when a girl's interested and that's really hard to do sometimes. Yeah. So, and, and I know she brought that up on the, on the episode where she was like, was I doing something wrong to mm-hmm. make them think that I was interested? And I don't think so. I mean, she's on no. a charter flight as a flight attendant. She's probably just trying to be, nice and accommodating and well that that's just it it's in those situations it has nothing to do with the women it's the fact that us as men don't understand sure. and we don't know when so like we we take something and we gravitate towards it and we might be like well i'm gonna, t- I'm gonna shoot my shot you know especially when there's alcohol involved but I'll, let me tell you something i personally would never do i'd never whip my dick out you no. know be like, Sorry, hey, helicopter. what do you think about this lady <laughs> you know that's that's well, not, not that's not me of course not you know but um but again it's that you know, it's that thing of like, he's doing it up and down the aisles, right? That's what they're saying. So everyone's probably laughing because yeah. it's it's 2002. That's kind of funny. I can't, you know, it's. I mean, it's not funny in the sense of like, ha, oh my God, that's so hilarious. But it's like, like, I can't believe this is happening. You know, that that's just it. Like it, me personally, and I feel like you're probably very similar. If a dude was walking up and down the aisle, butt ass naked helicopter in his winger. I mean, like, I wouldn't be laughing. Well, it's it's no different than stories we tell people that we've interacted with them in the in real life right. it's weird right yeah the guy at my gym i was talking about was singing on the stair yeah. stepper that's funny looking I, back looking back but at yeah. the time i'm like what in the hell is going on here 
or the dude sitting in front of the the the, the sauna door, completely just a, you know right in front of the door. It's a glass door with the, you know yeah. just all his junk hanging out. So. I'll I'll never be comfortable enough with a man being naked in front of me to be like, oh, that's Flair being Flair. Derp derp. Like right. nope. Yeah, that's weird. It is. It is weird. And I think part sometimes too though, I knew a lot of guys who were just. Okay, being naked, you know, yeah. in locker rooms. I've never been that guy, you nope. know. Like, I don't see. I don't even shower in locker rooms because I don't feel comfortable. In the, I wait till I get home. Right. You know. Well, I mean, you know, I've had to change in locker rooms. Yeah. So you learn little tricks. You bring a towel. Yeah. You throw it on your lap, you know, and. It's yeah. One of those little. So wait, being in the professional be- professional wrestling business, you never went. Hey, everybody, look at my pee pee. Never. Never. Weird. Right. <laughs> And I mean, I've it's weird I, that you can navigate through the wrestling world without showing everybody your crotch. Well, and I've even seen guys. <laughs> this is a weird thing to say, but I've seen guys do this. If you have a T-shirt, they'll tuck their balls and their wiener under their shirt. Yeah. So when they drop their pants, you're not seeing I mean, it. Hell, I just need an ankle sock, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, like, it's it's just a courtesy thing. Yeah. It's just a courtesy thing of like, hey, everybody, here's my balls, you know, and right. no, like. And there's different, like, it's... Uh, 20 to watch, Albert. Right. It's it's like back, you see, like, the stuff from the 80s and the gym class. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's common for schools where every kid wears the same shirt and the same shorts in gym class. That was never us. I yeah. mean, not in any of our schools, but... We had gym clothes, but, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we would bring gym clothes or whatever, yeah. but it was never, like, everyone wears the same shirt and shorts yeah. or whatever. But... Like there was never like the public showering. I don't know why that's okay. Like that's still weird. Well, we had the showers. We did. But but no one used them because everybody was kind of the same mindset that like, mm, I don't trust you guys. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, not to mention like you're doing that. You're leaving your clothes unattended. Yep. Yeah. You'd have you'd have to bring an extra lock to lock them in those lockers, and it's like nobody ever brought locks. Well, and I also knew guys that were huge germaphobes. And anytime there was a shower, they would take one. Yeah. And I, you know, but again, I'm like, I don't need to go in there and watch. I'm perfectly fine staying out here. But yep, there there were there were a lot of middle school guys that did that though. Yeah, definitely. All right, the transition. We got a little bit of movie talk. Why say we dive into it? Let's do it. This is Break Up and at the movies. This is Break Up and at the movies. All right, fellas, go ahead and take it from here. What you got now? Well, let me tell you, Big Underscore Bane, uh, Disney Plus making some news. Yeah. So actually, first of all, did you see that Shang-Chi's on Disney Plus now? Uh, no, I did not. It is officially on Disney Plus as of today, which is fun. That's part of the, what is it? MCU. Yeah, with, um, God, what is, what is that character? Oh, oh, the Doctor Strange? Yeah, it's part of that, right? I think so. Um so his movies out. Also, that Home Sweet Home Alone's out today. Oh, is it? Yes. Let's check that out this weekend. Well, as of yeah, today as we record this, but they announced a whole lot of new stuff. Um, I'm not going to go through everything just because there's so much to to touch on. But um, we are going to see a Marvel Zombies animated series. That is a really fun idea to me. Nice. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Um, Agatha's got her own series coming out. That's kind of interesting. Ooh, yeah, I'll be into that. There's a new series called Echo coming out, okay. which apparently is based off a character coming up from Hawkeye, which hasn't debuted yet. I think it debuts this month, though. And there's Hawkeye stuff going on right now on Disney Plus, is there? It's it debuts this month. Okay, yeah. And um, uh, let's see, 2021. I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff happening. So I think it's really cool. The biggest news I feel like was a lot of Star Wars stuff, but uh, X Men animated revival is coming to Disney Plus in 2023. 
It's called X-Men 97, and it's a spinoff of the X-Men 92 series. Okay. Now, animation-wise, how does this look? I mean, it's going to be, if it's not an updated version of the 92, I don't want it. Well, I mean, that's right. I mean, it's but it's just cleaner animation probably. But up S- same like when they do throwbacks to the Batman the animated series, that's what right. I want. Um what's the st- what's the Star Wars stuff? Um I haven't well I don't I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kind of going through everything, but um there's a there's a there's some announcements. Secret Invasion um is coming with six episodes which is going to be um a lot of young Nick Fury, which I think is fun. Okay. Kind of probably leading up to the Captain Marvel s- stories. Trying to go through everything here. A new Obi-Wan Kenobi series nice. is coming up. Uh, Hocus Pocus 2. When is that coming out? Why didn't that come out in October? They're probably waiting for next year, I would They bet. better. Yeah. I don't want to see that until October 1st next year. Well, I would imagine it's it's a Halloween-based show. So X, X-Men 97, like I said. Uh, let's see. Moon Knight, which is coming, which is going to be a new series. Okay. She-Hulk is a new series. These Those have been announced before. Yep. Um, a lot of people were pissed about that when that was announced. What? She-Hulk. Why? Because they didn't realize there was any, even a She-Hulk. They thought it was a feminism thing. <laughs> are you serious? That's how dumb people are. Now, I the, knew there was a She-Hulk. Yeah, I did too. There, I saw a lot of that on TikTok. People were really hot about that. Really? Yeah, because they, they thought that it was just some feminism thing. It's like, nope, She-Hulk's been around since at least the early 90s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think even longer than that. Yeah, probably. Well, probably. That's just, that's just from when I remember her. Oh, yeah. The Incredible Hulk right at Universal Studios. Like mm-hmm. She's in like the, yeah. the stuff for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel's coming. Uh, Echo, that's the new one they announced. Okay. Um, I Am Groot, which I think is an animated thing. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, I know this summer they're supposed to be, or this Christmas, Ironheart's also coming. They're supposed to be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Oh, that'll be fun. I don't know. I I assume probably like a small little thing, but like I think a that's a half hour show or something like that. They actually did a uh, Lego one last year, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It was fun. Agatha, House of Harkness. Oh, this is another animated series, Spider-Man Freshman Year. Okay. And I was in high school, I'm assuming. I yeah, I would imagine. I don't know any other details. I don't know if it's a spinoff of the 90s series. Doesn't seem to be, but I think that's kind of fun. Be cool if it was the uh, Miles Morales one. Yeah. Secret Invasion is going to be a new series. That'll be fun. Marvel Zombies, we already talked about that. And that's that's pretty well all they have for the Marvel stuff. Um, also, a Chippendale Rescue Rangers cartoon. Okay. And... Uh, What's this? Andy Samberg is voicing one of them. I assume Dale. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a good one. Yeah, but a lot of cool stuff happening. So, um, I mean, Disney Plus is one of those streaming services where I don't really get on it that often. Yeah, but they've got a lot of good crap on there, man. They really do. Yeah, they do. It's hard for me to get into some other stuff though. Yeah, um, I don't really know what it is, but it's it's hard for me to like. I saw something on there. I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And then for some reason, I got off of it, got off of Disney Plus, and then went to another streaming service and never thought of it again. Yeah, um, it's just I, I don't really think to get on Disney Plus too much. I think sometimes it's kind of like that show Smart Guy that you liked. Yeah, like that's cool, but like you don't think to. Like, well, I'm gonna watch all Smart Guy, you know. Although I've been. <clears throat> I've been having to kind of adjust my streaming because uh, there for a while I was on Peacock like almost every day. And now all of a sudden Peacock just does not work on my Roku. Like it crashes every five minutes. Yeah. It's because it's only, it's only good on newer stuff. Yeah. And so it doesn't work on mine at all. It hasn't. Yeah. And so, so I have to stream it on my tablet or my new TV. Yeah. I can stream it on my Xbox just fine. But yeah. I can't, can't stream it on the Roku at all. And uh, that's shitty, isn't it? Yeah. But oddly enough, I used to, cause I used to have the exact same issue with HBO max. HBO max works like a, freaking charm now really yep so i've been watching the hell out of south park 
<laughs> that show's funny. Even the new episodes, I forgot how funny that show was. Dude, I haven't watched South Park in years. It's, it's crazy to me that's still on the air. It's still pretty damn funny. Like twenty like something years now. The thing is, it is not a PC show though. Like I'm surprised. Dude. I am super surprised. Nobody's like thrown a huge effing fit about that show. But it's it's um, it's a pretty funny show. Oh, it definitely is. I've always thought it was a funny show. It's yeah. just yeah, it's definitely not PC. Like they they don't care about anybody's feelings. <laughs> no, not at all. Um. But yeah, a lot, of, a lot of cool stuff with Disney Plus. Uh, but like I said, I haven't logged into Disney Plus until today. Yeah, because I saw that Shang Chi was out. I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. You know. Yeah. But just one of those, one of those things. It's like you don't think about it so much. Which, spe- speaking of Peacock, that makes me kind of want to cancel it because if I can't watch it, how's that going to affect like any WWE pay per views? You won't be able to watch them. Exactly. So it's like. Unless you stream it a different why, way. Why even have it? So yeah. I, I, I think I might watch Survivor Series in my bedroom um, and then just like. I probably wouldn't even watch Survivor and Series. And then I'll just cancel it like yeah. after that, you know, because I, I don't care about anything else till the Rumble. So. so that's the thing is like I I watch Peacock very, very seldom, but I, I rarely watch any wrestling on there. Oh, no, I, I haven't. I can't. I haven't searched through the WWE side of Peacock like pretty much since it first came around. And I was like, oh, let's see what they got. I like the Broken Skull Sessions. I do enjoy that. That And that's like once a month. I'll watch mm-hmm. that. But see, I never like I never get notified when it's there. Like it doesn't pop up, you know, mm-hmm. or anything like that. So it's like, hey, OK. Yeah. I, I sometimes I'll see it on a new site. New yeah. I think I think the Jeff Hardy one's supposed to drop with Survivor Series. Maybe okay. I, don't, I don't know. But that new Ruthless Aggression series is coming up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll watch old pay-per-views, but. Very seldom, like yeah. not that often. Yeah, so I'm probably I'm probably just gonna cancel it. Yeah, well, that's the thing with a streaming service; you got to make it accessible, otherwise people weren't are gonna do it. Right. I'm not gonna go buy a new Roku just for you. Right. Peacock. Exactly. Uh, we got a little bit of toy talk. What do you say we dive into it here? Let's do it. Here we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your remain Do a bit of toy talk. All right, our toy talk this week, Jeremy. Dower gets on Twitter. Who wants some AEW figure reveals? Yeah. That's one day. The next day. How about figure reveals tomorrow? It's, you know, it's like 8.45 a.m. our time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's all stoked. Who do you all want to see? And so that starts, you know, like, I'm like, Owen Hart. You know, that's who I want to see. And people are, like, making, like, ooh, this guy, ooh, this guy. And he shows up prototype images for Unrivaled Series 7, which is currently shipping from ringside, <laughs> and Unmatched Series 2, which we've already seen. We haven't seen prototype images, but we've seen, um, what do they call them? Like the digital renders. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you, when you put a, like that feels like just something you just drop. You don't have to like, Hey, who wants to see this? You know what I mean? Like, is that like, that's a huge letdown. Don't hype them up, you know, for that. Yeah. Like I remember I told you I was going to tell the story. I have an uncle who, uh, I was at their house and he calls his kids say, Hey, I'm coming home. I got a big surprise. And I mean, it's totally Michael Scott. Ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> he has those $1 like packages of bubbles. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It was like the, the tube of bubbles with the yep. little the straw yep. thing. That you, and then like it has like two other little accessories. Yeah. And like you could just see the disappointment. And then, of course, he's mad because yeah. they're not like. Because well, he was so proud of himself. Of course. And yeah. I'm just, I'm thinking like, well, you're the dipshit, you know, right. like, I don't know. I just thought that that's kind of what I feel like is happening here. That's it's like, the type of surprise you don't even mention. You just bring it home. Be like, hey guys, I got you these bubbles if you want them. 
I mean, they're a dollar, right? You know, like maybe, right. maybe even less than that. You don't, I mean, you don't hype that shit up. You know, that's oh, good god, yeah. No, with these figures, I, you don't, I don't know if it's stuff that's already been out and it's already releasing. Like, no, just be like, hey guys, here's the prototype images for these figures coming out. Like, you don't hype that up like it's something new, right? I think that's the problem. And I and I would bet, and I could be wrong here, that he'll have something to show for probably full gear tomorrow, probably. Um, because if not, it's like, well. Why would you even put that out there? Like, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? I don't get yeah. that at all. Like, why would yeah. you, hey, who's ready for this? And then, right. like, it's like, here's stuff you've already seen. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Hot damn. Yeah. Just, I don't know. That's kind of dumb. Absolutely. Not the greatest thing in the world. But I'll tell you what is going to be the greatest thing in the world. And that's when I become 100% owner of PHPW at Turkey Takedown. Well, let me tell you. Actually, I'll be 99% owner, but you'll be completely out of the company. Let me let me tell you that that's not going to happen oh, because sure. I have full faith in my abilities. Um, because I have a pretty solid record in PHBW. You know, you lost your last match, right? That doesn't count. Okay. Um, you gonna wrestle in a suit this time? Oh no, I'm bringing my gear. Oh, are you? Yeah, I'm bringing my gear. I'm bringing the pyro. I'm, you know, you're, you're gonna the, that fear factor is gonna set in pretty damn well. I'm shaking in my boots. Your 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 timbers are gonna be shivered. You know, are you I a mean, pirate? It's 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 a freaking TikTok thing, man. You're on TikTok now. You should know this. Shit. I'm not on TikTok that much. Know, I just get on there to should, criticize you your should videos. Know this shit. I just get on there to criticize your stuff. Whatever. You're sucked in. Um, but I'm gonna kick your ass, and then I'm gonna. Take your 49% and I'm going to find that 1% owner and then I'm going to kick his ass and then I'm going to take that 1% and then I'll finally have full control of the company. I'm going to tell you this. Fool me once, strike one. Fool me twice, strike three. That is not the saying. Well, that's the new saying for me, pal. Call me Big Turkey. What? That's not that's not gonna happen, Breaker. I'm not gonna call you nothing except fired. Okay, well we'll see what's what's gonna happen there. But all that being said, I think Turkey Takedown is gonna be quite the event. It's coming your way here at the end of November as we wrap up the year of 2021. It's been a great year for mm-hmm. PHPW, and uh, of course we have a new PHPW champion in Drew Vinsel. Yeah, Drew two time, and he's gonna be defending against you know the guy that you just had to put back in the the main event. Um, the, the guy that right the rightfully Mike, show Mike the Cleaner deserves a title match. He was screwed last month. It's the right thing to do. You don't get on there by tweeting the boss like. Hey, let's make a bet. I want to be the new champion. Uh, wow. On, you hear that, Jordan? Wow. That's not how it's done, pal. Wow. Just see, Jordan, this is how things are. This is how good things are going to be when Breaker's out of the picture. Of you know course. what I mean? Like, I I take all opinions into consideration, you know? I mean, no, wow. Don't. Wow. No. So, but here's the thing, Jordan, and I, I put it out there on Twitter. You have an opportunity. You're going to be in a number one contenders match for the... Um, Open weight Grand Prix Championship. Oh, yeah? That's a good deal. Brand new champion, Jack Gamble, is defending the title at the show. Mm-hmm. You could be the new number one contender. And a square dance match. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, is that just going to be a one-on-one match or what? Uh, no. It's going to be an eight-man battle royal. Wow. You're going to screw him out of an opportunity, putting th- put him in there with seven other guys, Breaker? How am I screwing him out of an opportunity? Wow. You, you guys say that I, I screwed I, tier one by putting him in an eight-man match. Now you're putting Jordan in an eight-man match thinking that that's all fair game? Wow. 
Uh, I think yours is a ladder match. This is hypocrisy over the top rope battle royal. Hypocrisy. Here's the thing: Jordan's lucky to be on the card. He lost at the last event. Come on, got to earn your spots, pal. Jordan, I would never treat the first ever PHPW champion like this. I just want you to. I just want to make it clear. I would never do that to the first ever PHPW champion. But you would do it to the to the current PHPW champion before. It's not Drury two times. I would never. The thing is, is, I just need people to respect me. That's it. I just if you, if you respect me, then it's all good. No, that's, you know, that's as the boss, I never re- as the boss, and that's why that's why you're not going to be the boss much longer. You yeah, know, well, we'll see about that. I'm going to kick your ass. Um, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about this Grand Prix Openweight Championship a Square Dance match. Absolutely. Uh, at at Ghost Goblins and Grapple Hold, things kind of um, went went to muck. They went sideways for sure with, um, uh, with Jack Gamble there, John Webb. You know, uh, Scott Toon and Jeff Toon were all out in the ring just fighting everybody. And so we were like, hey, hey, guys, let's uh, let's have a square dance match. Let's do it. So we're going to have a square dance match. Winner, Grand Prix Openweight Champion. And this is interesting because it's two tag teams that have essentially dis- dissolved, right? Jack Gamble mm-hmm. and John Webb, former PHPW Tag Team Champions. Yeah. Jeff Toon and Scott Toon, fully posable, obviously former PHPW Tag Team Champions. Yep. But this is a huge opportunity for... All these guys, yeah. and Jack Gamble as well, because Jack Gamble has the right now to prove that he's the best. Yep. And Jeff or Scott Toon, or John Webb for that matter, have an opportunity to prove they're not just a tag team guy. Right. And step out of that shadow. So good on them. Let's see what happens. Yeah, let's see what happens. But I, um, here's here's something I want to talk about, Breaker. You you said that, you know, Jordan's Island is going to get a number one contendership shot for the Grand Prix Openweight Championship. Correct. Well, we need, we need a number one contender to the heavyweight championship as well. Yes. Um, and frankly, me personally, I think the next person in line is none other than GBM. I mean, GBN has done amazing these past few months and I think he's next in line. So I, I think in December he needs to be the number one contender against whoever wins uh Turkey takedown. I didn't expect it to get that cold in hell, but apparently it's frozen over now. If you're putting over GBM, Things change. Things change, of course. Now, when people start doing your bidding, things always change. Well, I I think uh, I actually am kind of in agreement with you. GBM has kind of changed. I mean, I he's think since been, he, been winning matches. I mean, he's since he took the hat off and, and right. stopped being the terror of the flaps in, yeah. the, in the PHPW. He's been doing pretty well. We, we got Surfer Mike, and I'm I'm digging it. Surfer Mike. Yeah, he looks like Surfer Sting a little bit. Yeah, I got it. Good brother Mike. Just call him Surfer Mike. Just that, com- combine the two names. That's his new name. No, he's still good, brother Mike. Okay. Still, still the brigade butcher. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Well, yeah, but I think uh, it'd be great for him to go up against the former PHPW champion, the longest reigning PHPW champion of all time, the one and only Tier One, Travis Fowler, who's ready to regain the championship that he rightfully got screwed out of. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, Tier One lost that Fatality Tower tournament. He doesn't deserve a shot. He beat you at the end, though, right? Yeah, but he lost to Elvis Aliaga, so. By proxy, that that whole match between me and him wasn't even part of it. I mean, you're gonna, you can't just throw him in the match like that. Uh, yes, I can. It's done. Nah, what? No, yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, there's what about Elvis? Elvis, Elvis, Elvis deserves a shot. He beat Tier One. Okay. Well, what's your what's your suggestion then? It should have been Elvis Aliaga and GBM if we're gonna have a match about it. You're, gonna, uh, you're seriously just going to throw tier tier one? If anything, it should be Elvis Aliaga and tier one. It shouldn't even be GBM. My God, I'm just I'm just stating facts, pal. So what? Tier one versus GBM? 
is what you think should be the number one contenders? Number one contenders match. Good God. I can't get rid of this tier one guy. No, you can't. He's going to be the new PHPW champion. You're going to love it. Ugh. Fine. You know what? Fine. Whatever. Any other matches you'd like to announce? Uh, yes. Um, Aaron Anders came to me backstage at Adrenaline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we already know via Adrenaline that uh, Dobro is officially coming, coming on the hunt for Aaron Anders for that diehard championship. Well, Aaron Anders said, listen, he's already had his chance. You know, he lost. He said, the only way I'll ever have him get another chance at the diehard championship is if he agrees to a standard rules match. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll run it by Dobro. Dobro said, yeah, he doesn't care. He'll beat him. Doesn't matter what the match is. Interesting. So a standard rules match for the diehard championship. You talk about wild. That is, that is an interesting turn of events. So count out supply DQs apply. Rope breaks apply. I mean, well, that's going to change someone's strategy tenfold, right? Big I mean, time, especially for somebody like Dobro who lives in that division. And if and you, Aaron too, honestly, like he'll have to keep that in mind. That's a big game changer for him. But if you ask me, I feel like that benefits Aaron Anders. Aaron Anders is more of a mat technician than Absolutely. Dobro. Dobro is is accustomed He's a brawler, to this. Man. Yeah, Dobro is accustomed to this brawling style. Absolutely. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But the Die Hard Championship is on the line. Absolutely. So it'll be a great event at Turkey Takedown. It'll be coming up. Uh, do we have a date on that? That is the uh, weekend after, right after Thanksgiving. So I believe uh, two weeks from today. It'll be the 27th, 20, probably? 20, I don't know for sure, but uh, it will be, yes, the 27th. Fantastic. So it's coming your way two weeks from, uh, well, yesterday. Yesterday, I guess. So I guess. 13 days away. Coming your way, it's going to be hot. Yes. Get ready for it. All right. Um, well, we also had our 90s fad tournament going on, Big Underscore Bane, and it has been quite the tournament, to say the least. And um, we've already had a couple of things transpire. Let me pull up my bracket for this tournament. Jinko Jeans defeated uh, Giga Pets. Beanie Babies defeated the Furby. And then this week we had the Macarena dance versus Yikes Pencils. And I and I must say, I feel like this was the most obscure one. Mm-hmm. And I'm very pleased with this, but a little bit surprised. Yikes Pencils wins 54% to 46%. Yikes Pencils, huh? Yikes Pencils. That's wild. In fact, you can actually still get some of those on uh, on eBay if you uh, if you so if you so desire. Those were a lot, always a lot of fun. Well, I'll be damned. So now we go to our final match, Pogs versus Goosebumps books. Boy, that's the finals right there. I know. Um, it's happening in the first round. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it to Goosebumps. Really? I think so. You think so? I think it's just because so. of the longevity thing? I, I, I feel like... Oddly enough, there were Goosebumps Pogs. Yeah, but I, I feel like as as big of a deal as Pogs were, I feel like Goosebumps was just as big for longer period of time. So, like, yeah, I think the longevity plays a factor to it. Pogs were huge, but they were only around for, like, less than a year. To be fair, though, we are in the age bracket where Goosebumps were big. If we were a few years older, I don't know if they'd have been as big. I don't know, dude. I mean, like... They just made movies of them the past few years. And, That's true. And my my 
you know, 21 year old has a shit ton of goosebumps books. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't my know. niece likes them, you know, so uh, yeah, there's something to be said there. So yeah, definitely pogs and goosebumps, but I feel like pogs might win just because it's like people like, Oh yeah, I love pogs, you know? Yeah. So we will see, but that'll be coming up in our tournament, but it is now time for some more crazy soda action. So are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Enchilada oh. soda. Let's just get rid of it then. I'm fine. Are you ready? You know, I'm fine. Let's this? just let's just rip that band-aid off. We're about to do it. Let's get some, some enchilada soda. Are you ready for your trivia question? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna pull up I'm gonna pull one up here. You're gonna Google it? Well, I'm gonna Wikipedia it and uh we're gonna make it uh we're gonna make it kind of difficult, I think. Well, not real difficult. Because you want me to go first. Well, I mean, I'm giving you multiple choice, so you have a 25% chance of getting it right. Right, which is not good odds. Well, no. Royal Rumble 1996. Who was entrant number five? (laughs) A, Jerry the King Lawler. B, Bob Sparkplug Holly. C, Bob Backlund. D, Jake the Snake Roberts. Hmm. Entrant number five. That's such a random question. It is. Um, oh, God. That does not smell good. Um, Choices are um, Jerry the King Lawler, Bob Sparkplug Holly, Bob Backlund, Jake the Snake Roberts. I guess I'm going to go. I got a feeling it's Bob Sparkplug Holly, but I think I'm. Yeah, I'll go with that. You would be correct. Hell yeah. He was the fifth entrant in the 1996 Royal Rumble. Hell yeah. He did not win. I almost changed it to Bob Backlund. I bet you're glad he didn't. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't. You still have to drink it, so it's not that right, great. Right, right. All right. So um, this definitely has a spice mm-hmm. to it, like the smell. Yep. So I, I have a feeling this will be. Uh, one of the bad ones. So there you go, sir. Ah. Mm. Oof. <laughs> it smells pretty spicy. It doesn't even it? smell like there's sugar in there. Ooh, it just it smells almost like like really spicy salsa. Yeah. God. Yeah. Oh, down the hatch. I bet you're regretting asking that question right now, aren't you? I'm regretting the fact that you got it right, for sure. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. Well, it's not good. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Kind of, We kind of overhyped it a little bit? Maybe. Okay. Yep, here we go. Down the hatch. Oh, it's definitely not good. It's not good, but it's not horrible. This is, to me, less offensive than some of the ones we've had. Yeah, the longer it stays in there, though. Oof. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. It's got a weird something. It's not enchilada, though. Do you think it tastes like an enchilada? I can kind of taste that red sauce a little bit. Oh, God. F that. Yeah, not great. Oh, that is bad. Ugh. That's a... Uh, oh, <laughs> It's not as bad as sweet corn. It's no sweet corn, but um, that is one I legit never want to try again. Yeah. Ew. 
Ooh, that was awful. That's terrible. That was yeah, that was absolutely horrible. Man. Gotta get back on the tracks here. Yeah. That's um that could easily be disguised as an orange soda too, by the way. That's actually something they should do. Um, is kind of like the bean boozled game. Yep. yep. Orange soda or enchilada soda. Right. You know. Yeah, I, I I'd be all in on that. Of course they could almost do like because even though technically enchiladas were supposed to taste good, they could do gross flavors too. Yeah, because even like the the gross flavors they have, they're really not that bad. I mean, sweet corn is the one that's like been the worst for me. Yeah, but like all the other ones that are like weird, like marshmallow. That's all right. Yeah, but I mean, marshmallow in itself is sweet, so it's like yeah. you can handle that in a soda. But like the mustard soda, I don't remember that being like horrible. I just remember it being like, oh, I'm never gonna drink this again. Ranch dressing, right? Buffalo yeah. wing. Yeah. Yep. Remember when Soda Hunter suggested we mix those together and actually kind of tasted okay? I don't remember. Te- I don't remember actually mixing it though. We did. did we, we did. We did. We and I remember it wasn't like it was good, but it was like wow, that actually kind of evened them both out. It where made it better. It did make it better. Yeah. Oddly enough, and he may have read that somewhere. I don't know. But I wonder. I wonder if he's tried enchilada soda. Soda right. Hunter, have you tried it? Soda, hit us up. Anyway, we got some. Uh, we got some plugs to dive into. Of course, unless you have anything else to add here. That's all I got. Of course, we want to throw it out to our buddies over at Fully Posable, the wrestling figure podcast with Jeff and Scott over there. It's a really fun show. And, of course, Scott's side project, Drunk Wrestling History. Absolutely. And doing the favor with Eric and Barry is another good one. It's a go-to for both of us. We love the, love those guys and love that show. Check it out. Yeah, they got the uh, the wrestling and the sports podcast once a week. So if you're if you're a wrestling fan or if you're a sports fan, they got a little something for everybody over there. Absolutely, which I think is what's really cool because yeah. it kind of hits both both markets there. For sure. Uh, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steven Eric's another go-to. A really fun show, especially mm-hmm. if you're a retro wrestling fan. It'll probably be right up your alley. Yep. The Ringside Rant with RJ is another great one. The Leisure and Lariat's podcast with my pal Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Mm-hmm. Boot to the Face with Marty and Rucker is a fun show. Tales from the Estate with our pal uh, Drew Vinsel and his wife Caitlin, which just had their uh, one-year anniversary. Dude, absolutely. Which actually, we, we haven't touched on this, but like pretty much, you know, like uh, Tales from the Estate, Doing the Favor, Us, and Fully Posable, we all had like like century marks or half-century marks, you know, yeah. recently. like. So big congratulations to everybody, you know. I mean, and especially uh, tells me the estate for hitting that one year mark. I mean, it's always the hardest, isn't it? It, it really is. Well, it 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 seems it seems almost unattainable because you don't, especially that first year, you don't know how long you're gonna be doing this. You're kind of just getting your feet wet. Um, but you I you don't even know what your show is yet, right? And so they, you know, uh, tells me the estate to me has become one of my favorite shows, and yeah. I just I absolutely like. Love them too. I think they're just fantastic people. We didn't even bring this up, but Caitlin was Bill Benis for Halloween. Yes. Yeah. And so that in itself was like pretty much made my whole year when that, when I saw that, I thought that was just fantastic. But yeah, I mean, they've, they're just great people. And uh, so if you get a chance, you'll, you'll fall in love with the show just like we have. Absolutely. It's a great one. Wreck my podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his crew, despite what you might think. I, I do enjoy, I like Jordan and I like his show. How can you not like that guy? He's, he's just he's, awesome, he's just dude. a great guy. I had him on, you know, it's fake, right? A few months ago. Uh, so much fun to talk to and wreck my podcast. To me, is like they're watching crap movies, so we don't have to. God bless them. They're they're, they're doing God's work. <laughs> yeah, they, are. Yeah, they yeah. are for sure. And uh, I'm still waiting for them earnest movie reviews, pal. Make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, he's going to call you on the show for that. He will. Uh, trivia with Buds with our pal Ryan Buds. Howling with the Wolf with the one and only Jason Wolf. And, of course, yeah. uh, we got some news there. This week he opened up the Chop Shop. Yep. Some, you actually became a Chop Shop member, man. I did. You know, I was getting tired of getting left out. Yeah, you for know, sure. All of my friends do it, so it's like, you know, I, I want to jump off that bridge too, you know? It, it's really cool, honestly, even if you're – I don't know if you plan to buy any figures or not or kind of pick and choose, but – 
like just seeing like him throw out ideas and yeah. kind of seeing which way he's going to go because he's been showing some of those roster posters not to give too much information he's like hey who do you guys want to see and it's like whoa you know like he's so much more active on that private yeah. account than he is on all the other ones too. well and it's the people that he knows support him yeah and i think that that's like he what he's done in my opinion he's like okay instead of like i have like thousands of followers but mm-hmm. 20 actually buy stuff from me right so that's who i'm going to cater to and i think it's a smart idea absolutely the uh, november figure is uh, in the works uh it's going to be a really cool one it's actually not one that i was on my radar but the way he pulled it off is like incredible yeah not at all like what i was expecting i was just like wow that's fantastic uh, jake the snake came in last month which was awesome even came with the bag and the snake which was great amazing so yeah, he just and his work's getting better i think once once he started figuring out how to do this and yeah Realizing, oh, I can paint that. Or I mean, it just it becomes even better. So his his stuff's awesome, and I think you'll enjoy the newsletter because we should be getting one. I believe at the end of this month, first of December. So. Hell yeah, fun stuff. Uh, there's also pulling up a chair with a chair shot with our buddy Tim over there. Is another really fun show, the Night of the Nerdy Laser Podcast with our buddy Richard and his friend Matt talking all things horror films. Mm-hmm. Really makes me want to dive into some horror films. Oh yeah, did I tell you about watching Child's Play too. Yes, you did. Yeah, I think I talked about that on here, and I was like, man, I was. Very, very intrigued that that scared me as a kid. Yeah, I guess it's different when things start you know, when you're a kid, but it was it was like it was so not scary. You're right, right, right. <laughs> I was just like, man, okay. And like, I think actually speaking of Peacock, they they were almost all of them were on Peacock. Mm-hmm. That's where I found it, and because I was gonna rent it on Vudu, but I was like, ah, I bet some one of the streaming services has it, and Peacock had. I think all of them except the original. So I was like, all right, yeah. So fun to dive into. Yeah, for sure. Have you seen that new series yet? Yeah, I've been watching it on USA. Is it um, good? It's really good. Is yeah. it? I need yeah. to check that I out. I actually really enjoy it. I, I mean, it'd be kind of fun. Then I'll also want to throw it out to our buddy Aaron Anders, uh, the PHPW diehard champion, with uh, catching up with Aaron and Daniel. Yeah. Uh, Grapple Hold to be the man. Tales from Planet WrestleTopia of like wrestling comic books. Check those out on Amazon or Comixology. Of course, our other projects, you know it's fake, right? Drops every Monday. This past week we had uh, Nate from Ring Skirts. I had him on the show. Yeah. Really fun guy to talk with. Uh, got to talk a little bit about everything. Um, of course, No Holds Barred with Bill Benis drops. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you're on hiatus, but you just did a Halloween special. So Yeah, we just did the Halloween special. We'll probably do the the the, uh, the turkey special uh, here before too long, and then probably a Christmas special, and then we'll come, we'll come back somewhere around the new year, some somewhere a little after the new year. I heard the Halloween special. Some things are going to be changing. Yeah, there's a new owner, yeah. you know, and um, she's a little bit of a little bit of a pistol. She yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, she she don't she don't take no s. I do I do know that. Things are changing for old Bill Venus. Yeah, yeah. I'm here for it. I love it. Then, of course, my other show, the TB Toycast, uh, Tier 1. Travis Fowler called me out because I guess I've got to shout out the TB Toycast last week. Oh, really? Hey, hey, Travis, suck it. <laughs> That's for you. Not, not, from, not from me. No, that you just wait till we get off air. Breaker's going to be like, that son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> I, hate I don't know guy. how I forgot it. I, I mean, I know I don't have it written down, but normally I can remember my own shit. But yeah. sometimes when things aren't written down, it's easy to forget. So check out the TV Toycast. We just did an episode also with Nate from Ring Skirts on the Food Fighters, which was this really interesting line from Mattel in the late 80s, where it's basically uh, military, military style food. You know, like private pizza and lieutenant leg, which was like a chicken leg. It's pretty fun. Oh, that's weird. It is very weird, but very fun. So a uh, fun episode. Check that out. Um, we drop a new thir- uh, episode every Thursday. And then, of course, uh, all of Bane's music, which you can stream on Apple or Spotify. Mm-hmm. How you get your tunes, however you do it, yep. including the freaks. Absolutely. Check it all out. If you want to support us, patreon.com forward slash BBPH. We have four tiers available. We have exclusive podcasts. We have exclusive video. 
uh, all kinds of good stuff. So yeah. it kind of depends on what you're into. You can see PHBW Adrenaline. You can hear the weekly energy shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some unboxing videos. I'm going to bring back some exclusive podcast. Um, in fact, you know that meme I sent you, the Sega Genesis meme of like pick four games or pick the games for $15? Yes. It really made me realize, like, man, Sega had some badass games. They had some good ones. So I think I want to do some Sega Sega game podcasts oh, hell yeah. on there. So that might be kind of my next thing to dive into. So hell yeah, check out the Patreon. Uh, Outsiders Beard Co. You got a beard? Get you some beard balm or some beard oil. Damn right. Uh, t-shirts. You want to pick up one of our t-shirts, you can buy them at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, or, of course, whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour for TB Toycast. Or for Big Underscore Bane, who also has a shirt store there as well. Mm-hmm. And also, the cool thing about What a Maneuver is a lot of our friends have shirts there as well. So you yes. can support everybody at once. I know the last order I made, I actually bought a Tales from the Estate and a fully posable shirt. Mm-hmm. And so I've done that in the past where I bought a fully posable and a doing the favor. So save you a little shipping. Absolutely, yeah. Real quick before we get out of here, I, I wanted to um, give a shout out to Mike Cleaner. I know he's kind of been like off air. Mm-hmm. You know, lately, I know he's kind of been going through some stuff. I thought I saw him yesterday back on Twitter. So hopefully things that are going on with him are going better. I hope so. I, I, I know he uh, he oftentimes will. I think he put out there that he uh, he got a card for a good deal. Okay. Mike the Cleaner's very into the cards. In yeah. fact, uh, there's an episode he did. Uh, I did with him on, you know, it's fake, right? Where he actually broke down the card game. a yeah. lot. I, I honestly wasn't real familiar with how it worked. And he was kind of breaking it down and yeah. how how it can be very lucrative and stuff. So if you're into the cards, that might be an episode to check out. But yeah, shout out to Mike Cleaner. Hope shout he's doing out, well. Shout out to Mike Cleaner, Doe Bro, all of our good buddies, good brothers out there. Ethan Chambers. Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, Drew Vinsel. Although I mean, Ethan, Ethan Chambers talks that shit. You know what I mean? He talks that shit to me sometimes. You deserve it. You know? But, you know, he's, he's all right, guy. He's got a pretty good TikTok game. I ain't going to lie. Yeah. He's, he's, he's highly entertaining he's, on there. He's, yeah, he's good. He's good. Very, very cool guy. So, and he actually might be coming to town soon. So, oh, I'll get to have him on, uh, on the show, which would be fun. Hell yeah. All right, thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back on my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top People's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good. It was really good. Pretty good. That son of a bitch, Eric Barker. You son of a bitch. Can I dig it? Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, Put it on the internet.